Uh, you guys are terrible. So the wife opened up Twitch, and my kids are next to him, and they're like, "All we hear is talk about your butt." <laughs> God, you guys are terrible. <laughs> You're scarring my children. Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt Olson, JB, and Danny Oakstad. Hello and welcome, Magic Folk, to episode number 84 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news source for all things Magic the Gathering. We're your hosts, I'm Matt. Over there we have Danny. What's up? And to my left, we have JB. Hello. So, quick note, last week, I said last week's episode was 84. Yeah, you did. I uh, mistyped that in our show notes, and I read it wrong, but I did get it right in the episodes and stuff. I put it as episode 84. So I'm pretty sure you had 83 written down, and you said 84. Oh, was that the case? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was, did, go- I was going to correct like... you last week, but I was like, you know what? I'm just letting him suffer for this one. Right, because you did that once before, and I corrected you. Question for you, JB. Did you even listen to last week's episode? Not yet, no. I told you. Told you. Hey, he doesn't either. I've told you this straight out. I'm here. I know. I'm here. So the the great thing is, is I know that I can make fun of both of you when you're not here. That's fine. JB, you got made fun of and you didn't hear. Don't I always? Danny, you've been made fun of when you're not here. I clearly don't care. I know you don't care. I'm always (laughs) made fun of whether I'm here or not. Well, I mean... Because you guys are mean. Well, you keep coming around. Are you just a glutton for punishment? What is that? Is that... A, I can't... I can't. I get masochist and sadist confused. I have no idea. Which one's the one that intentionally likes to get hurt by others? Is that the sadist? I don't and know. masochist is the one that hurt, likes to hurt others? No, I think it's the other way around. It's the other way around? Okay. Chat, correct us if we're wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just here for the free beer. That was literally free. Oh, that one wasn't free. Yeah, this one yeah. wasn't, but... That was brought in by Danny last week. Yep. I'm afraid of that habanero one. Yeah, no, D- Danny. It, it it has a kick. No one's scared. It has me. a kick. I think I think after this, I'm gonna crack it open and give it a shot. Just be prepared. It has a kick. Question: Did it burn your bunghole later nope, that evening? No, it did not. Okay. Okay, that's it's, good. It's not ghost pepper. It's just habanero. It's still in a beer. I imagine just, like your tongue is like overexcited with. <laughs> Let's get on with the, these are the yeast and the, oh, and the pepper. Oh god, the yeast. The yeast. The yeast. Is it yeast? No, it hops. Yeasty. You don't make yeast. You don't mm. have yeast with beer. Yeast. Before we lose any more viewers. <laughs> wow. Before we lose any more anybody else, let's hear about our amazing sponsor, Jada. Monostat. Sports <laughs> and gaming. What the fuck? Well, we're talking just, about yeast. Just because oh you were gone for two weeks. <laughs> I got to make up for it. We got him on track. <laughs> I got to make up for it. Derailed the whole train. <laughs> Let's hear that ad now. <laughs> Thank you for listening to This Week in MTG. 
If you would like to show support for us, you can check out our amazing sponsor, JDub Sports Cards and Gaming, located in the Westacre Malls in Fargo, North Dakota. They are your one-stop shop for all your magic purchases. They are always stocked up with Ultra Pro and Dragon Shield sleeves and playmats, Commander Precon decks, plus they have an abundance of booster boxes ranging from Amonkhet to Zendikar. JDubs also buys and sells magic singles at competitive prices. Their display case and binders are full of format staples, hidden gems, and other cards for you to bling out all your decks with. With those cards you just bought or traded for, you can make a modern or legacy deck so you can play in the Weekend Discord League. Entrance is $10 and games are played over Spell Table. Links are in the show notes. When you reach out, make sure to let them know the guys over at This Week at MTG sent you. Now let's get back to the episode. JDubs, thank you so much for supporting us. Now, dear listeners, if you guys would like to support us uh, more directly, you can through an amazing website called Patreon. You can go find us at uh, patreon.com forward slash this underscore week in MTG and enter in to get uh, one of the tiers. We have two tiers where you're entered in monthly drawings. Depending on the tier, you get it entered in a monthly drawing for a booster pack or the higher tier you get entered in for a card of value of $15 plus uh, once a month we draw last week we drew for a battle bond booster pack and a helm of the host so we kind of do cool things like that if so if that's something that floats your boats you think our content is good enough to throw us three bucks and have a chance to win a booster pack and the more patrons we get the more packs we'll give away because you know we like to give away things like that you help us, we help you. Right. Scratch our back, we'll let you open a pack. Ooh. TM. That would have oh. been dirty, but okay. Scratch our back, we'll give you a pack. Oh, God. Is that good? Oh, God, no. Can Let's just that? move along. No. Can we get that on a t-shirt? Let's just move along. <laughs> Danny, Stop it. Danny. Move keep, along. Danny, write that in your notes for our t-shirts. Move Stop. Along. Stop that Scratch, with your packing. <laughs> Scratch our back, we'll give you a pack. Rat pack. No. A scratch anyway, pack. let's go. It's no. a scratch pack. <laughs> Oh, God. It's a scratch pack. Yes. There we go. Pack of scratches. <laughs> oh, God. We're in. Okay. Now, the episode is going to start, but before we do that, we got to give you that breakdown of how this episode's laid out for y'all so you can know what's coming up. First off, we're going to pass you over to JB at the Boggle Desk, who... JB, you prepared? Has no, no information. Am I ever prepared? In life. After that, no. there are... Some slight BNR updates. Are there? There are. Danny's going to take it away with that. And after that, he's going to tell us about some blogatogs. They're going to hit the news quickie about Rock Love Magic. We're going to talk about in store play updates. FM at home with the one and only Mr. Beast. Got some moto updates, state of arena, and news on early access events. From there, we're going to talk about the weekly finance section. And after the weekly finance section, we have Deck of the Week handpicked by the Boggle himself. So, without further ado, JB, we are now at the Boggle Desk. With the two-week absence. Yeah. Well, you guys didn't do it while I was gone? Nope. Really? If you'd listen to the podcast, you'd know. Shit. Question before you start. Did you forget how to podcast? 
It's been yeah. two weeks. Yes. This is like yes. one of those things where you can't have an extended weekend, otherwise you forget how to work and they'd have to reteach you kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah, pretty much. It's all right. We had to reteach Matt last week how to talk. Oh, so. my God. Last oh, week my God. Brutal. Really? Yeah, you missed. You should have listened to the episode. I was fumbling over words left and right. Like, you would have thought that I was just like. Well, now I have I was to. straight up tongue-tied. Now I have to. It's kind of funny. Danny was laughing at me, if I'm not mistaken, the whole time. Danny laughs at everybody. <laughs> he's, he's like, I why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? I find it funny to laugh. Exactly, and we like to laugh at Matt and you. Well, well I'm mean, worth it. Everybody knows that. <laughs> JB, the poor butt of the mass, or poor butt of this week in MTG. Right. The official, unofficial mascot. No, he is the official butt. The official butt. No. Should yeah. that be the title of this episode, JB? The official butt. No. Let's do it. Oh. Matt, Don't future, so, future Matt, note so to self. From now on, JB stands for Jumbo Butt? No. I heard no. Boggles have big booties. No. Do, do they have big booties? No. Or is it they Janky can... Butt? Janky God, Booty? God, you guys are terrible. Jiggly Butt? No. There we <laughs> Stop go. It. Stop it. There we go. Jiggly, Stop it right now. Jiggly Butt. Stop it. Perfect. I don't have a butt. Hashtag Jiggly Butt. Stop it. Add that to your shirt notes. Oh, God. <laughs> Spell it right this time. <laughs> that's part of the joke god jb take us away oh okay so past events we had a modern challenge go down on sunday first place we have melton and it looks like he's playing a five color on map i don't know it's crazy freaking build here yeah bring to light valky god of lies omnath locus of creation uh, cleansing wildfire, escape shift, supreme verdicts. It's and and the land package in this thing. All right, it's like it's like Titan had a love child with uh, Niv to light. Yeah, but there's no there's no Titan. Like it's just escape shift. Right, but I mean, like you look at the land bases and stuff, and then like half the cards, like it's I don't know, it's weird. It throws me for a loop, but apparently it did well. Yeah. Have a deck with four Triad of the Elysian Grove and four Elvish Reclaimers. You're going to do good. Right. <laughs> uh, you guys are terrible. So the wife opened up Twitch and my kids are next to him and they're like, all we hear is talk about your butt. <laughs> God, you guys are terrible. <laughs> <sighs> You're scarring my children. Anatomy 101. We are not kid-friendly. <laughs> I put explicit on all of our shows. Yeah, we're Y'all clearly are... not child-friendly. <laughs> Y'all are terrible. We're all fathers. <laughs> this is our venting uh, time. I don't like Casper listening to this. He's like, can I listen to your Can I listen to your podcast? I'm like, nah, buddy, you can't. It's, it's Once you're 18, sure. Right? We're, we're pretty vulgar. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd, I'd be a little more inclined at like, 30 and I'd feel with some of the language, but we get some pretty raunchy stuff sometimes. So maybe 50. 18. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And don't, then you're not legally liable. Exactly. <laughs> scar my own child. Right. Yeah. Go out into if, the world. If anyone's going to scar, might as well be you. Right. I mean, I mean, you're not wrong with that. <laughs> okay. So second place, we had a black white taxes. Keep your boner down there, JB. Well, it's actually using, because Elite Spellbinder, that one's in Strixhaven, right? Yep. So, yeah, it's using one of the newer cards. I don't know. I think it's a pretty cool list. I like it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, 
so it's uh, Orzov because of Wasteland Strangler. And Tide Hollow Skuller. Oh, yep, there it is. So, yeah, I think that's pretty good. Wasteland Strangler pulls all those cards out of exile to kill something. Uh, Wasteland Strangler Black 2, in case you all don't know, is a uh, 3-2 Devoid Eldrazi Processor. When it enters the battlefield, you may put a card an opponent owns from exile into that player's graveyard. If you do, target creature gets Nag 3, Nag 3 till end of turn. So with, like, Elite Spellbinder, which uh, exiles a card from your opponent's hand, uh, Skyclave Apparition, Tide Hollow Sculler, all those cards exile a card of your opponent's and, or puts it into exile, and Wasteland Strangler gets that, and then can neg three something and take out, you know, Prowess Creatures, uh, Swift Spear, Soul Soul Scar Mage, not bad stuff. Right. Third place, we have a Heliod Company. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Right. Boring, boring is this, deck. Is this the first time I've seen a one with a Gavany Township in the board or in the main deck? Mm, I can't recall. I don't yeah, pay attention I don't to I, I don't pay attention to the lands as often as I probably should, but I see Gavany Township is in this. Right. I also have a Pendlehaven too. Ooh, Interesting. Burnton Forge Tender in the side. Good stuff. And an Ulamog in the sideboard. Really. I'm assuming maybe that's meant for the uh, the mill matchup. Probably. Ooh, one D aside in the sideboard, so that's probably for the mirror. Or or it could also be for, uh, I mean, you got it for Heliod, but you also got it for uh, Clothis, which is a super prominent oh, god true. as well. Yeah. That one dinks. Oh, look at this. Fourth place. Dredge. Dredge is coming back. It always has a chance, and it doesn't have anything new. It's it's stock dredge. I don't know what else you want from it. Right. Next. <laughs> we do. Let's not waste any more time on this deck. <laughs> right? Because it's yeah, it's dredge. Oh, what's this? What? What? What is this? I w- I want to hear you say it. What is this? I want to hear you say it. What is it? It's Grix is something. Mm-hmm. What's 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 some of the cards there, JB? It's a crab deck. Oh, it's not a crab deck because it's not running both crabs. Still crab deck. Sahedron crab, Rin's prodigy. What's the stinkweed imp doing in there? You're missing the fact. Storm you're... Herald. Look what at... am I missing? Help me out here. Storm Herald is the thing you're missing. So Storm Herald is the key to this deck. Okay. It's Grixis self mill into Storm Herald. Storm Herald red two human shaman three two haste. When it ETPs, return any number of aura cards from your graveyard to the battlefield attached to creature. Uh, attached to creatures you control, exile those auras at the beginning of your next end step. If those auras would leave the battlefield, exile them instead of putting them anywhere else. And so, the the uh, enchantments in question here are four Eldrazi conscriptions, eight colorless tribal enchantments, aura, Eldrazi aura, enchant creature, enchant creature gets plus 10, plus 10, has trample and annihilator two. Four of those, four prodigious growths, Green, green, four. Enchant creature gets plus seven, plus seven, and trample, and a single battle mastery. White, two. Enchant creature has double strike. So, in this deck, you have Hedron Crab, Stinkweed Imp, Jace Vrin's Prodigy as ways to get these enchantments into your graveyard, and then you got Collective Brutality as a way to the Escalade of discard a card. You put, if you draw one of these enchantment cards, it puts it into your graveyard. And uh, Glimpse the Unthinkable, Self Mill, Inquisition and Thoughtseize, you know, to pick out your opponent's hand. But also, note, you can target yourself with Hose to be able to get some of them cards out. Like, uh, Thoughtseize, you can pull out your own Eldrazi Conscription. 
But uh, but yeah, it's a storm herald. It's a storm herald Grixis deck that just caught people by just blindsided people. I'm guessing this deck looks so good. Ah, I'm excited for this. I'm very excited for this deck. Grixis with like a uh, a niche kind of play. Yeah, you would. I do. You're terrible. It's Mill. It's Matt. Right. What do you expect? Right. Filthy Grixis player. Okay, so sixth place we have Jun Shadow. Okay. Nothing really <laughs> exciting there. <laughs> awkward silence. Yeah, awkward, awkward silence. Awkward turtle. Where? No. Had babies. Where? With the awkward jellyfish. Where? Do you guys not know that one? I don't know the awkward jellyfish, but I know the awkward turtle. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> Matt has dark web. Right? Stupid meat canyon. Oh, he, he just <laughs> dropped a new one the other uh, oh, today. God. Oh, my. Ugh. Back Great. on topic, guys. Now we're going to have to watch it. Back on yeah, topic, yeah. guys. <sighs> Let's go. Okay, so seventh place, we have Crabvine. Talk about a stupid deck. Is it because you've lost to it? Yes, it's, <laughs> it's, it's annoying. JB's rank of all decks. Has he lost to it recently? Yes, it's a stupid deck. It is. It's <laughs> so <laughs> stupid. Boggles is supposed to be the best, everybody. It is. I will die on that hill, damn it. Have you got to cast your uh, Portel Double Striker? No. I have foretold it, but I have yet to cast it. That sucks. Right? You should play better. Get good, Scrub. Basically. Play Mono Red. No. Just top deck the rest of your life. No. I already do top deck. I top deck a lot with Boggles. And still lose. No. I I don't do too terribly bad. Okay, so eighth place. We have, it looks like, a Golgari Yogmoth. Yeah, Hypatra Vizier of Poisons. I think that's a new adi- or a, a f- spice a spice take on the deck. Sure. I don't think that's been in the uh, Yagmoth decks. Like I'm thinking of the uh, the one that Autumn Burchett did last year that really made this deck tick. I can't remember if Hypatra was in there, but anyways, yeah. All these decks look really good. Do they though? They do. Do they look better than Boggles? Hey now, stop it! Yeah, yeah, JB, tell me where's the boggles in this list? Yeah, JB, the there. boggles was great. It'll get there. Let's see eighth. Let's see, nope, no boggles in ninth. Nope, that has red. Nope. That has on that. That's nope. blue. Uh, nope. Possibly no. Nope. Iliad. Nope, that's Rakdos. Uh, just a Grixis deck. Look at that. A uh, Taxes deck. Have a Shadow deck. I don't know, JB. I don't see any. Kind of boggle deck here. The it'll, deck that you think is get there. the best. It's not in the... Let's see, what are we at? We're at 18th place. Not in the top 16. Nope. So I wonder how much like percentage of the meta is boggles. It's probably like 0.2%. <laughs> Only because JB plays it. <laughs> it's saying a lot then, if that's the case. Look at that. More Heliod combo. Another another dredge. Oh! Oh! Oh. That's walking ballista. Yeah, I saw the I saw the snakeskin veil. I'm like, is that infect? It's not infect. It's counters, arcbound ravager. Uh, yeah, JB, I'm not seeing boggles here, and we're in 32nd place. Yeah, no boggles. <laughs> Tell us how you truly feel, JB. No, <laughs> he isn't going this hole. We don't, we don't. No, we don't have time for that on the podcast. He's, he's gonna go for home, him to tell us about his boggle feelings. Get in this hole, and he's just gonna cry. Something like that. I wish he never came here tonight. Too. All right, you guys are assholes. But, but you, you keep coming back. It's because of the free beer. 
Well, so clearly, the beer is better than uh, the, the abuse beer. that he takes. Yeah. The beer makes the abuse worth it. <laughs> we love you too, JB. Do you, though? Oh, we do. Do you? <laughs> Otherwise, there wouldn't be free beer here, here for you to have. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, upcoming events, we've got another CFB Pro Showdown. Looks like it's going down on April 24th. So, this weekend, right? Yeah. Yep. This weekend. 9 a.m. Pacific. Format is standard, single elimination. And it looks like Huey Jensen is the end boss. With coverage by LSV and Anagardaz. I know I have a hard time pronouncing that, but. Sure. We'll go with that. Vargas. What? Not? Which one you saw? Which one? Huh? Anurag Das. Luis Scott Vargas. I know Luis. Oh, yeah, I was like, what? LSV, as he is colloquially known as. True story, bro. Vargas. Anyway, moving along. Moving along. Danny. What's up? Do we have any BNRs? We actually do. Oh, my God. But it's for a set that hardly anyone ever plays. At least not I or you or honorable man. Nope. Oh, so. Popper? No, Brawl. Close enough. Both as right. relevant as each other. Basically. Right. <laughs> what is this brawl you talk about? Uh, Watsy bans four cards and brawl on MTG Arena as of the 14th of April. It looks like they're banning Channel, which is a green-green sorcery. Until any turn, any time you would activate a mana ability, you may pay one life. If you do, add a colorless mana. Demonic Tutor. Everyone knows black one. Search your library for a card. Put that card in your hand. Then shuffle. Nature on uh, natural order, green, green, two, sorcery at the additional cost to cast natural order, sacrifice a green creature. Search your library for a green creature card and put it on the battlefield, then shuffle your library. And then tainted pact. Black one, instant, remove the top card of your library from the game. You may put that card into your hand unless it's the same, it has the same name as another card removed this way. Repeat this process until you put a card into your hand or you remove two cards with the same name. Whichever comes first. These are all cards from the mythic ar- Mythical Archive. Mystic ar- Archive. Mystical Archive. There we go. They still won't let Lightning Bolt happen in Historic? Nope. No. God, what a bunch of freaking... So yeah, Counterspell, Dark Ratio, Lightning Bolt, and Swords of Plowshare are still banned in Historic. But will be legal in Brawl. Stupid. It's because Lightning Bolt would destroy Historic. No one... Yeah, it would. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, it would. No, I, th- it wouldn't. I think the thing with Lightning Bolt in Historic is Historic does seem to be going towards like a combination of like Legacy Modern. Uh, on my take, on, uh, what I feel that it's kind of looking like with the Historic anthologies that they are printing, Jumpstart, and all these other cards that they're mm-hmm. adding into there, it's ranging from modern playable cards to legacy playable cards. We have tendrils of agony for God's sakes in this now. See? If if I had Lightning Bolt, I'd be able to make my modern deck on Arena. Exactly. It'd break Arena. I mean, no, you can... It wouldn't break it, Arena. It'd be banned. It'd be fine. You can do... It'd be a, banned right away. You can do nah, a Lightning Bolt Brawl deck. Lightning Bolt's legal in Brawl. I don't play Brawl. No, right? Brawl sucks. Clearly, you don't like Lightning Bolt that much then. Right? <laughs> I like my lightning bolts in a pack of four. Can't argue that. Then every time I cast it, I deal four extra damage. But anyways, that was the bands for this week. Moving along to Blog Dogs. So we got a couple this week. Um, first one we have from... Let me pull it up because I'm so like this. Comes from uh, 
I guess we'll just say I'll just read out it's D M M Y C C N T dash blog blog dash blog asked. I don't know why you'd have your blog talk name called that or Tumblr name called that. Anyway, asked Are you able to share the arguments of the people inside the building who disagree with turning instances into flash sorceries? I'm having trouble understanding what the resistance is coming from, where the resistance is coming from. There are only 45 cards in all of Magic that reference instances but not sorceries, and all of them seem to like they could accommodate flash sorcery in the text box if they got reprinted. It's such an elegant and intuitive advancement for the game, so where's the pushback coming from? End question. Uh, Mark replies back, It would create a world where old cards with text that perfectly works that perfectly works under the current rules, but the text would be inaccurate. I don't know if that really answered or just confused people more. But yeah, let us know what you think. Matt, what do you think of that? Are you confused too? I mean, I get where this person's coming from, uh, but I don't know, flash sorceries compared to just instance. Call me a person that's just used to things as they are, I guess. Right. I mean, it's a valid question. And who who's to say... Who, who's to say at some point at some that, that Watsy's not looking at something like this? It's just not something that is conducive to them right now. But though the way that Mark makes it sound is like it, it won't be something that gets changed. Yeah, I don't know. But moving along, this uh, next blog talk's kind of like a glimpse into the future. I should have called it instead of future site. Coming from Minoki5618, they asked, So still no Frexian and Rata with Strike 7. Is it simply not going to happen? And Mark replies, it's coming. Dun, 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 hail Frexia. No. So this is, uh, for a little context, this is the errata for making all the old planeswalkers into Frexians, like how uh, Vorinclex from Keldheim has Frexian on it. So that's the whole reason for this question, is Vorinclex has it, and they're just wondering when, like, Elish Norn uh Jin Kataxis or Urbrask and Shieldred. Or I mean I guess a bunch of the other Frexian specific cars, because there's a bunch more. Yeah. Frexian Obliterator would probably be a Frexian as well. Hopefully. It says it right there. <laughs> well, isn't Frexian Obliterator just the destroyer of uh, Frexians? Frexian Obliterator? Yeah. No, he doesn't destroy Frexians. He is a Frexian. I'm just saying Frexian Obliterator, you'd think of well, hey, he's a destroyer he's, of flick, um, Frexians. He has the title Obliterator, but he's in a he's a Frexian. Frexian. He fucks other shit up. Oh, I obviously he's a Obliviator. He obliviates everything. I gotta get that in my historic mono black deck. God, anyway, let's moving along. The news this week. That is so good. Oh, great! Just give Matt new ideas. Right. It's not like you play Stop historic. It. That's actually the only thing I do play on Arena. Oh, is it? Well, then yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm saying... Want to play me tonight? No, because I'm playing Valheim. I already told you that. One game. It'll be quick. No. One game. I have not opened Arena for a long, long time. Well, there you go. More reason to open it. No. Your mono red versus my mono black. No. Damn. If anything, I would play you with my pressure, mono white. Peer pressure. There we go. Let's do this. Right. <laughs> Peer pressure. My soul. <laughs> my, my single soul sister. Because the only the other soul sisters not historic legal. Mm-hmm. So we got some news quickies for y'all here. Oh, do we? Yeah, RockLove.com has released a line of jewels and gems and wearable apparel, wearable stuff, jewelry. Yes, 
Words are hard for you, Matt. We know that. They are. Rocklove.com and Wizards of the Coast have collaborated on a jewelry line pre- uh, premiering six designs handcrafted in solid artisan sterling silver, finished in polished yellow polished yellow gold, black rhodium, rhodium, and rose gold. They'll be priced between $200 and $365 USD. I'm pretty sure this is pre-tax, so expect there to be tax on there. Uh, more designs will be added to the MTG Rock Love crossover line at the end of the year. Uh, the pieces are, there's a Mox Diamond, a Sensei Divining Top, a Mana Vaults, the Black Vice, Pip Medallion, and a Pip Signet Ring. They each will come with an authenticity card and include original artwork from the pieces that inspired the art, or inspired the jewelry. The top is actually pretty sweet. I haven't looked at any of them. Oh, well, let's pull them up here for you to take a look at real quick. There's the top. There's the Mox Diamond. There's the Mana Vault. There's the Vice. And up here are the Ring and Necklace Pips Signets. Like, mind you, the the top, I'd literally just have it off the chain just so I can spin it. <laughs> for for $365? Yep. Jesus Christ, oh you fucking God. whale. You got problems. Well, shit, it's a top. Why wouldn't you spin it? It's a top. Jesus Christ. Right, well, well, it's just like the Mana Vault. Why would you have a door on it? I get it. It's a vault, but if it's a necklace, why would there be a door on it? Why is there a door on a, on a locket, Danny? Maybe for, you could put for a, a pitch in there, but you maybe, can't put a pitch in there. It, you don't you, know. Yeah, you might be able to. Put an inti, well, inti bitsy. Prove me wrong then. Buy one. Show no. me. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. JB calls bluff. No. <laughs> calls bluff. No. Do it. The wife would kill me. <laughs> So say, hey, honey, I bought this for you. Yeah, okay. Then she'll just whip you in the head with it. Right? <laughs> you did what? I'm going to tip the top. Whack. Right? <laughs> no, she should stab me with it because it's pointy. She's going to put you in the, vi- in the black vice. Yes. And not in the good top, way either. The top library. Tap it for two. Just draw it and put this on top. You're going to get dink stomped by a mana vault. That mana vault's going to hurt you. Yes. You're going to lose that coin flip every single time. Yeah, yes, you're going to call tails. It's just going to keep showing up heads. On my head. <laughs> what do we got next? I don't know. What do don't we know, have what, next? What do we have? It's you, JB. So, I guess Black is Magic. The secret layer is getting delayed. A letter was sent out to the customers that bought Black is Magic, informing them of the pre-order taking longer than anticipated and is now planned to release May 13th, 2021. Watsy will be debiting the account used to place the pre-order on May 6th, 2021, so make sure you have the funds in at that time or the payment won't go through. They also note to make any necessary updates concerning your pre-order before May 4th. Did any of you guys get that one? Nope. Nope. I don't buy secret layers. All right. I only bought the one secret layer, and that's still in its box. I, don't, I have I not don't, opened it. I don't buy any of them. I bought the rock, rock magic one. Why? You mean the uh, Party Hard Shred Harder? There we go. Yeah. Oh, that one, not the... I was like, yeah, the Mana Rock. Yeah. No, was no. Like, Why did you buy that? Man I was looking at that one, so I just thought rock. Yeah. Rock music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's Party Hard one. I do love that. I do love that drop. I want more of those. I want more okay. of those. Didn't you those, buy like 10 of them? I did. Those in the chat right there, you can see art that I bought of the Decimate. It's really cool. Go check out... Um, Don't even know the artist's name. How dare you... <sighs> You literally have the certificate right there right? with yeah. the guy. art. Yeah, I can't see that. And far. the card. 
If you want to get Magic the Gathering, if you want to get stuff framed, go check out Frame the Game as well. They're the ones that framed that up for me. He did an amazing job. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag Josh, will you? <laughs> anyway, uh, so we have an in-store play update. As of the 14th of April, in-store play suspensions in North America, Latin America, and Europe will remain in place. Not play, Matt. Typo, my bad. Uh, the suspension has been lifted for Japan as of the 14th, and we'll be lifting in Africa on May 1st. Next update will be May 12th. So hopefully by the end of the summer, we can get back into the stores. Would, if not by next spring, hopefully. Vaccines are getting in people's arms. Um, uh, right. I'm hoping that Wizards I already will got look, mine. Yay. Hoping that Wizards will look at this and be like, okay, more people are getting this. And then maybe middle of summer, it's, North America. The funny thing is the makers of uh, the P whatever. Oh, Pfizer. Pfizer, yeah, there we go. That's like, oh, yeah, actually, you need three of these. You don't yeah, need two of them. That. In six months, you'll need another one. So we have... Uh, an, an announcement that just happened today about FNM at Home this Friday. It's going to be featuring Mr. Beast. So this Friday, F, FNM at Home, you have a chance to win $25,000 from Mr. Beast. So on the 23rd, you can jump in an arena, FNM at Home featuring Mr. Beast, play for your opportunity to win up two $25,000 prizes. So you got to download and log on before Friday if you don't have an account, you can create one today. Join this week's FNM at Home event and choose from a pre-constructed deck provided by the event. Play for free in this week's FNM at Home between 11 a.m. and 12 p.m. noon Pacific time or all day. Magic is fun. Make sure you play your games all the way through. Win or lose be to be eligible to win. You don't know which one of your opponents could be Mr. Beast. If you play against Mr. Beast, we'll contact you through the email your account was registered with. So yeah, you don't even have to beat Mr. Beast. If you just play against Mr. Beast... You have to complete the game, though. Yeah, you got to complete the game. So no matter if you're winning or losing, just complete the game. Yes, don't rage quit. Don't be that person. So uh, official rules that they note here... As with any contest, there are some important things you need to know about your opportunity to win $25,000 playing Mr. Beast. No purchase necessary. A purchase will not increase your chance of winning. Promotion begins 11 a.m. Pacific, 423-21, and end 12 p.m. Pacific, 423-21. Open only to legal residents of the 50 United States, D.C., Canada, excluding Quebec, Japan, the U.K., Germany, France, Netherlands, Spain, Sweden, Austria, and Portugal, who are at least 18 years of age or the age of majority in their place of residence, whichever is older at the time of entry. Uh, link here for official rules, including how to enter, odds, prize details, restrictions, skill testing question required for the Canadian winners. What? Skill testing questions required for Canadian winners? Those Canadians, I tell you what. You, got, right. you win, and you have to take a skill test on top of that? Sure. I guess so. Can you target a boggle with a lightning bolt? You can try. That's one of the questions. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, two prizes available of 25000 USD each void in Quebec. And where, wow, Quebec just got shafted. Um, void in Quebec and where prohibited. Message and data rates may apply. Sponsor Wizards of the Coast, 16 Lind Avenue Southwest, number 400, Renton, Washington, 98057 USA. Are any of you guys going to be playing FNM this Friday? I'll be at work. Yeah, this is a sucky thing. So uh, for us here in the Midwest, it'll be 1 o'clock when this starts. It'll be 12. 
Or no, I, yeah, one yeah, o'clock. Two so, hours. I suppose it is one. Should we consult the guys over at this week in time zones? If you want. I mean, I could try and zoom home, take a long lunch, and play, but that's or just or I suppose you can't download on your phone, can you? I probably can, but it might melt my phone. Twenty five thousand dollars to buy get... another phone, no, and then some, no, it won't. and buy two hundred phones. No, come on, JV. No, if all three of us play, that increases our chances of getting twenty five k. Just think how many bikes you could buy. Think. Think of all the magic product you sol- can buy. That's a solid without, down payment without Mrs. Boggle getting any upset at you because you had that money. As long as she doesn't know about the twenty five thousand, you're good. No, she'll know about it. Just get it. I uh, cash your check to you. <laughs> Go to Walmart. I don't, I don't know if that's an Go option. Go to Walmart, pay that ten <laughs> percent, and just get cash. Ten percent on twenty five k is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. But it's oh no, it's not a lot. That's, that's what like twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's still a lot. That's, it's a lot of money. But hey, you got twenty five thousand dollars. No, you don't. After that, you got uh, twenty twenty two. Yeah, you got to pay taxes. Twenty one five hundred. Twenty one five. You're getting. I mean, still getting like just around twenty grand. Twenty two five. Yeah, but after tax, like around twenty grand. Well, no, you you lose about twenty percent on on the twenty five total or on after twenty five. Yeah, twenty five total. God, why is my math off? I went to Manoman. You all calm down. Yeah, you did. Next in the next in the quickies too. Because it's technically lottery, so it's lottery tax of twenty percent, and then womp womp, whatever else, income tax. Yeah. On top of that, so you're looking about twelve thousand. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey man, honestly, twelve thousand is still a good chunk of change. Very good chunk of change. It is. I would not turn down twelve thousand dollars just for playing Magic. Just for playing one game. <sighs> All right. Let's make a call out here. Mr. Beast, can't wait to play against you. It's official. It's going to happen. I'm going to take that time off of work. I'm going to tell boss man, be like, hey, I'm taking an hour lunch break today. <laughs> Why don't you just get on? Do you have it on your phone yet? I do have it on my phone. All right, there you go. So I'm going to take an hour lunch. I can't be driving and playing magic. I mean, you can. That you is, can. don't get caught. That is dangerous as fuck. Just don't get caught. Just pull over, fine. pull but yeah, Park pull, in front of the dumpster. You'll yeah, be fine. Pull over. No one will ask break, you any questions. Right? Just, what are you doing, sir? I'm dumping this dumpster. You've been here for an hour. So I'm dumping it. Yeah. yeah, you have a lot of dog shit in here. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just, it's all stuck to the side. I got to shake it. Bang, 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 bang. I got to bang the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Next in the news, quickies. Okay, so we got some MTG Arena codes. Restorative Burst and Play Strixhaven. Restorative Burst will get you two levels, a couple packs, and a Mastery Orb. Play Strixhaven will get you three Strixhaven boosters. I still really hate the booster situation on Arena. Why? The fact that it's only like friggin' eight cards. It's just stupid. That's why you gotta draft, and then you get the full pack. I know, but it's 10,000 coins to draft. Save up your coins. I got six. You know how long it takes to friggin' grind 10,000 coins in Arena? How often do you play? Takes a long damn time, sir. How often do you play? Takes a long damn time, sir. <laughs> you want to do this uh, other one that you added in here? No, someone else can do it. I, I read mine. Yeah, but you added this one. But I read mine. Who's next in line? That changes the whole color. Danny. It changes the whole color combination. Does it, though? It does. Does it, though? And then we got nose No, goes, it doesn't. Sir. It doesn't change shit, sir. It's, nose. Another, it's another bulletin, therefore. Nose, nose goes trumps everything. It would be Danny. You're the last one touching your nose. So no, it's yours. that's not how this works. Nose goes that's trumps. not how this works. Nose goes that trumps everything. That is not everything. how this works. Then yes, I'm not going to read it. TCG player 
to raise starting wage to $16 per hour. Finally. So in Syracuse, New York, as of... Syracuse. Syracuse, New York. As of today, April 19th, TCG Player, uh, the leading online technology platform for collectible for the collectible industry today, announced that it will raise its starting wage for all hourly employees, including fulfillment center teammates, to $16 per hour by the end of the year as a result of the market-leading wage increase. The average wage of TCG employees will reach 1842 more than double the federal minimum wage and above New York state recently increased minimum wage the wage increase represents the latest example of tcg player ongoing investment to its people Uh, if we all remember from i think it was the summer or last fall tcg player had a strike of its employees for the lack of benefits that they're giving full-time like they they didn't give them coverage they didn't give them 401ks and all that stuff so full health care benefits to ensure its teammates and their families get the care they need matching 401k plan to encourage and augment retirement savings paid life and disability insurance to protect an employee's ability to earn a living and generous paid time off and paid family leave programs to ensure teammates rest recharge and meet family needs programs for career learning and development that enable hourly team members to undertake internal internships programs that often lead to career advancing roles across the organization in the past two years more than 100 hourly employees have been promoted to new roles uh then there's some more information about tcg players award-winning culture next phase of expansion and then just a little note about tcg player now links in the description down below to make sure if you're interested in reading the whole thing about that MTG Arena State of the Game came out on the 7th of April, so a couple weeks ago, or a week and a half ago. Yeah, we missed this for last week. Yeah, we did. To go, Matt. I know. Hey, like I said, like like we talked about earlier, I forgot how to podcast really last week. Give him two weeks and he just forgot everything. It was a week. We gave you two weeks to prepare for this the last week. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is the first thing that I put on there. Wow. What the hell, Matt? So take four. I'm leaving that part in. <laughs> MTG Arena State of the Game, Strixhaven School of Mages, came out on the 7th of April. Hey, you want a Reese's? Yeah. I got to take five. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. I'm kicking the <laughs> shit. I quit. I'm done. <laughs> Cut my name from this organization. <laughs> I am done. It's either him or I. <laughs> Come on, that was a good one. Well, with how things have been going on Facebook, I feel JB is more appreciated than both of us. <laughs> oh, God. He's got the soccer friends. That's fine. Oh, we have no idea. Yeah, just, we have no idea. Just, it's, a, it's, a bro, it's a bro love. It, it's apparently, a apparently it is. So anyways, let's uh, take this over again. Take five? No. <laughs> Why do you say JB's going to lose his Why shit Why are we taking again? a break? <laughs> Because we have Kit Kat bars. <laughs> Give me a break. My God. I seriously work with two immature kids. <laughs> <laughs> two very immature kids. So anyways, uh, State of the Arena, Strike Seven, School of Mages, came out on 7th of April. Again, Strike Seven just released on the 15th with the schools of uh, Sliverquill, Witherbloom, Quadrix, uh, Prismary and Lorehold. Uh, do you guys take that quiz and see which school you were? I did. Belong to? No, I didn't. What did you get, Matt? I got Lorehold. I got Sliverquill. 
I'm not surprised. I was thinking more uh, either um, Warhol is what I was thinking. I was going to get or Witherbloom would have been the other one that I would have thought I was going to get, but I did not expect Sliverquill. Yeah, I didn't want to take it. Well, too bad. Seven we're, or eight questions. Yeah, we're doing a live we're doing a live quiz for you for y'all right now. Okay, question one. Your oh mascot. Elements, pests, fractals, inklings, or spirits, JB. I'm guessing spirits. Inklings. Inklings. Question two. For your book, you've been voted most likely to become the next discoverer of a lost dimension. Enlightenment council leader to Degenerates or dignitaries. <laughs> degenerates. Yep. Jesus that, that is Christ. the one. Enlightenment council leader to dignitaries. <laughs> Idealistic plains leader, award-winning elemental artist, or sage of phantology. Leader to degenerates. <laughs> <laughs> A spider crawls up your arm. What do you do? Scream. Yes, you're surprised, but you also haven't had your daily screaming yet. <laughs> Swiftly gather up the specimen and test tubes, hoping you'll find beneficial properties in its biology. The spider looks like an enhanced breed you once read about. You tense, rolling up your sleeve to let it bite you. Brush the little intruder off your new tunic, straightening the crease where it walked. Carefully set the spider on the ground, using your magic to construct a tiny grass house so it can be safe. Oh my god. What the fuck his house would be bigger than his. What the fuck is this shit? What's your answer, JB? Uh... Do, 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 do. Would you like me to read them again? Do, you let scream. It, do, do, let it, let it, let it bite me. Let it bite you. Okay. The spider looks like an enchanted breed you once read about. You tense, roll up your sleeve, and let it bite you. Click it, man. A group project has been assigned. What are you doing? Threatening slash out delegating tasks where you try to persuade your teammates to focus. Researching topics that have nothing to do with the project. Calling yep. out sick to work on experiments of questionable intent. Finishing the project by yourself while everyone else is arguing. Testing out a new spell to make gorgeous ice crystals form in your cup of artisanal water. B. Are you calling that for him? B is JB. You think so? Yes. That is him what, what, for this podcast. <laughs> no, that, no, that's implying no. that he even researches outside of But that. I'm just saying it's the fact that he's going off topic. Okay, sure. I'll give All you that one. JB, what's your answer? B. God. Don't be implanting it. Let this All be your sole decision. All fails go C. This ain't the SATs, man. Um, That's any test. Probably the first one. Threatening slash delegating test. <laughs> wow. Okay. After a long day of mage lessons, where can you be found? Practicing runes, trying not to get distracted by your own reflection in the ink pot. Sitting on the tallest tower, calculating the velocity rotten fruit would fall on the students below. Oh my god. Speaking of himself. Feeding your collection of carnivorous plants, dreaming about your next hybrid species. Buried in a pile of musty-smelling maps, wishing the library had extended hours. Sketching in front of a giant fireplace, trying to remember a spell that brings flames off the page. Probably the second one. Sitting on the tallest tower? Yeah. See how far yep. he falls. Yep. A dean calls on you during a long and boring assembly. You, jolt awake, having nodded off five minutes into the opening speech, <laughs> blow out the candle you just ignited in order to read a message written in invisible ink, are ready with the correct answer to an equation you were assigned in your last course. 
Smile, having mentally prepared a speech ahead of time just in case you were called on. Hopefully, the crowd goes wild. After caught off guard, you were daydreaming about creating a tornado to get out of the assembly. Hey. Oh, my God. Hey. I think I know where JB's going with this. A. Or C. Yeah. Probably A. A. Jolt away. It was between A and C. Wow. Okay. You are taking a long-needed vacation. Where do you go? Time to hit the road. You'll be living out of a backpack. Destination unknown. A potential haunted tree fort built high in the branches of a 500-year-old tree equipped with an eco-garden and a nearby river. Studying water particles at a semi-submerged enchanted laboratory beneath the sea. An all-inclusive ski lodge on top of a glorious mountain range. A stone cottage where flowers and vines cascade down the walls through the trees you can view an active volcano. B. B. Okay. Are you ready for your results, JB? What do you think you're going to be? I don't know. It's probably going to be with the balloon. Oh, quandre. Oh. No, you actually have to. Yeah, you have to send an email. <sighs> What's your email? Jankyboggle at gmail.com. Oh, my God. If I could type jankyboggle at gmail.com. Send all your fan letters to that email. <laughs> your silver quill. Called it. Congratulations! Based off of your answer, answers, you'd be great fit for Silver Quill. Welcome to the club. Called it, man. I well, at least we all have white magic in us. I figured I'd either be Silver Quill or Witherbloom. The way you were, yeah, yeah. I was expecting, I was expecting Witherbloom for sure. I think the, uh, I don't know what answers would have got you what, but anyways, we've deviated off far enough. JB, congratulations on being part of Silver Quill. So back on topic. Matt, MTGO updates. Sure. Oof. We I moved the whole table. We haven't even got past. Nope, we're, we're, we're past that, Matt. We are not oh, past that. Oh, Danny past didn't that. finish? He didn't finish. That was, the, that was the start of it. Oh, I thought he finished. He oh, my bad. <laughs> Jesus, Danny, you're my bad at finishing. Bad. Oh, well, he did said. at least once. Twice. No, twice. I was yes, to say twice. twice. I have two kids. Right? <laughs> Pity on me. I've got three. Three pities to give? Yes. Danny, you now have five pities. <laughs> so anyways, uh, we have the turn of the sealed arena open. Um, the College Cup isn't the only competition going or coming with the release of Strike 7. We'll also be running uh, another arena open on May 8th through the 9th. And just like last time, this one will be using the sealed format. We saw an incredible response to Calheim's sealed arena open, and we think Strixhaven School of Mages and its mystical archive will make even for or make for an even more exciting sealed environment. Similar to Calheim, we'll be running a, our normal best of one sealed event a bit longer, right up until the arena opens, so players have a, a good venue to practice. Expanding on what we did in Calheim, we'll be starting best of three sealeds sealed right alongside best of one and we'll also and we will also run on uh, run until the open we saw a promising response to best of three sealed to Kalheim, and we are interested in offering for longer to see if it holds up whichever mode you prefer you will have the right events available to give you the practice and experience to go into the arena open with confidence so changes to the best of one sideboards because of the new lessons. Oh, snap. Um, starting with the Strix 7 release on April 15th, constructed best-of-one matches will use a seven-card sideboard. 
Best of three matches will continue to use 15 card sideboards. Why are we making this change? Well, cards and sideboard basically have two uses. One is to change your deck between the games and the best of three match to better configure if against the deck your opponent's against the deck your opponent is playing. The other used in both types of matches is what is frequently used as a wishboard. A group of cards that have been brought into the game from outside of it with cards that have the kind of that kind of ability. Learn in Strixhaven is a great example of this. In best of three match, players uses cards with learns are forced to figure out how to divide their 15 side 15 sideboard slots between lessons and cards that improve their deck against certain match plays or matchups. In a single game match, only one use only one use is applicable. So there would be no reason to not use all 15 sideboard slots on lessons. This is more than would be expected in the best of three mid-match to adjust for this difference. The play design and MTG Arena teams arrived at the decision to limit the sideboard in single game matches to seven slots. Players can use still use the same decks as they do today for both types of matches, but only seven cards will be in the best of one sideboard. By default, we convert we convert to this change, it will be the first seven cards listed, but of course you can edit your deck to make it whichever cards you want, or only have seven cards in your sideboard if you're playing if you're planning on using your deck for best of one. The deck side builder will more clearly show which cards and sideboard we use for each type of match. As shown below, we'll have the link in the description. Look through the article and show you. I don't know how far you want to go in this match. All of it. I don't want to do it all. I think that covers everything at least from the uh for the state of arena it covers over mechanics and the the bands and stuff i already covered that already so mm-hmm. i think we can just go to the next one so magic online announcements as of last week they do weekly announcements on tuesdays so they round up the biggest magic online news First off, we have an update for the Mox Season 2. Event info and schedules concerning upcoming Mox Season 2 Premier Play events have been updated across the MTGO site. The main changes for Season 2 are the Mox Leadership Leaderboards Returns. Each leaderboard points by finishing in the top 8 of any Premier event featuring playoff rounds. So that's format challenges, qualifiers, super qualifiers, and all Mox Showcase events. Top two on the leaderboard after the last mocks open earn at-large invites to championship showcases. Changes to the showcase challenges are, based on player feedback, instead of three per clump per day clumped into a single weekend, there is now one showcase challenge per day across two weekends in each group. Showcase challenges and showcase qualifiers will be held in Legacy, Modern, Pioneer, and Vintage. Qualifiers and super qualifiers will allow players who already have qualified to participate. So invites to the set championships will pass down if won by an already qualified player. Uh, There's a treasure chest update as well. Treasure chests have been updated on the latest change for the release of Strixhaven. You can view the complete lists in this link here. But if you're just looking for some highlights, Bonder's Ordment, which is a card from... 
Ikoria Commander, three colorless artifact, tap to add one mana of any color. You pay for tap it. Each player who controls a permanent named Bonders Ornament draws a card. And Snuff Out, which is black, three, instant. If you control a swamp, you may pay for life rather than pay Snuff Out's mana cost. Destroy target non-black creature. It can't be regenerated. So they have been drop. They had their drop rates increased. Many Commander 21 Edition cards have been added, and of course, there's all kinds of Strixhaven School of Majors goodnesses in there. Links above if you want to read the full list. We have the Time Spiral Remastered Leagues Extended, originally ending April 15th. They will be going on till April 25th, so next Tuesday. Dates for the showcase qualifiers are listed here as well, and then a schedule for the schedule and times for the format challenges, which include you know vintage popper challenges going on on the weekend, and that is the updates. JB, are you going to be participating more in these Mark Mox qualifiers then, or these weekend format challenges? Yeah, I'm not good enough on Moto for that yet. But I thought Boggles was like the best deck. <laughs> Uh, sorry. So back your words up, Shavy. I don't see you playing Moto. Because I have better things to do with my Not you. time. I'm talking to Matt. Oh, you're looking at Danny when he said that. No, I looked at you. I looked this Did way. You? Yeah. He's not tall enough to look at you. <laughs> he has no response. Can't reach that height. <laughs> Souls. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, okay. <laughs> Jamie, what do we got next? I don't know if I want to read. I don't know. I might not be tall enough to read this. I mean, you can. You should, we'll, be, you should be tall enough. We'll give you a platform so you can look over the whole page so you don't have to be scrolling as much. You guys are assholes. We'll, get, like, we'll, we'll give you a podium. I don't like you guys anymore. We can get With it a few like steps you can see over the podium. We can get it projected onto the walls. That way you can see it in larger font. Teleprompter. Guys are terrible. Do you need your bifocals? No. He needs his trifocals. Kid Ray. No. <laughs> Guys are horrible. Uh, all right. That's the reason people come here is to just listen to the JB banter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it JB banter? Is it just a poor like JB shitstorm? Just like. We're all just flying over JB and dropping fucking joke bombs on his poor ass. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, there's a bus. Yeah, throw me into the bus, why don't you? All the time. Question. What are you talking about? We've never done that. Oh, shit. No idea what the fuck you're talking about. Never done that. Yet. You okay? JB, you got to give us an update on your kids if they start talking about your butt now. Dicks. Like we're supposed to know, Mrs. Boggles bringing the kids on to watch the podcast. Ah, that's so good. Sorry. <laughs> At least someone watches us, right? Hey, hey, hey! You just—we got so many. I was viewers, talking about right? JB. Oh, oh yeah. He doesn't—he yeah. doesn't watch when he's not here. I mean, you don't either. I. <laughs> yeah. Not it's denying it. It's both on you. <laughs> I will promise you, if I wasn't on an episode and you all both did it, I would totally watch it. Would you, though? I would. Would you, though? I would. would you? But here's I the would. thing, Matt. You wouldn't have to worry about that because we won't have an episode without you. Exactly. So we'd ne- you'd never be able to experience that. 
next week. Nope. This nope. episode is completely driven by JB and Danny. Nope. Then we won't have an episode. <laughs> we'll have Biggie G and Wade 97 do it. There you go. <laughs> they can guest host an episode. Okay. We'll see how that turns out. I'll hit him up one of these times. Like, do you guys just want to try it? Do you guys just want to try and do an episode? Okay. Rent out your room for There you an go. Hour. There's a third Hap- third Patreon tier. <laughs> do the episode instead of us. Yep. Oh, my God. See how that turns out. Zero dollars. <laughs> Send us your resume. Everybody calm down. Calm By down. Email. No need to be jumping on this opportunity. Matt may look at it in six weeks. We'll, right. We'll get your names written down and put in the order that they were received. So anyways, we've uh, niv-mizzed it long enough that we can get back on topic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro have canceled MTG Arena Early Access streaming events. Good. Mm-hmm. Less than 48 hours prior to the Strixhaven release. They uh, kind of pissed off a lot of streamers. Kind of? <laughs> kind, kind of? Kind of is an understatement, I know. Yeah, yeah, it is. So the er- the early access streaming event used to take place one day prior to the launch of the new standard legal set. Content creators were given God accounts containing four copies of every card within Arena, allowing them to brew new decks for the upcoming release the next day. They can explore the limited format and create new brews within the historic format. Less than 48 hours prior to the expected launch of the Strixhaven event, though, Watsi sent an email canceling the event going forward. An email sent to the streamers in the Arena Creation Program claims that Watsi is continuing to build the community program to support creators across multiple platforms, which includes the difficult decision to discontinue the early access program going forward. Okay, so Day9 is is somebody that's known for creating a wide variety of decks during Arena early release with thousands of viewers tuning in during his streams. Well, working closely with Watsi on promotional materials for Strixhaven, Day9 found out about the cancellation on Twitter. Didn't have anything negative to say about the news, but other streamers uh, weren't shy about expressing, expressing their frustrations. I'd be pissed too, especially that close to the event. I mean, God, that's terrible. The The real question is, is like we don't have analytics or numbers or stuff, but the early access event, it really brings to question how much money the streamers were pulling in with events like this, you know, uh, bringing in new magic players, just like marketing new set and stuff like that. Like if they were losing a good chunk of money, like if there was numbers to show that the, uh, if the early access events were, um, making them a good chunk of change you know and i'd I'd understand the uh the anger and stuff then it's like oh typically i'd make these numbers aren't accurate or anything it's like if i was making a hundred dollars per time an early access event was coming up but now because of this i have a chance i'm I'm losing that extra hundred dollars i could kind of get why some streamers would be a little salty about that then right you know and uh so having content creators hype up cards you know supposedly it was a solid marketing strategy but you know they canceled at the last minute pissing a lot of people off and a lot of streamers would have a huge influx of people viewing their channels for these you know limited events now not so much like it's it's i mean if if they were going to do this they should have given at least more than a 48 hour notice yeah that's the, that's the biggest thing that everybody is saying you know clearly this is a decision that watsy knew ahead of time that they weren't going to be continuing the early access events. 
So they could have let everybody know ahead of time and then got that out of the way. The Though many times on this podcast, we talked about Watsi having poor timing with some certain decisions. Like, they live up to the hype. Are we really surprised by them doing something like this? No. My hopes with this is that, you know, there is going to be some sort of, you know, uh, content creator program that expands on this. Like, it says it's not the end, right? Uh, Especially last minute working closely with the promotional uh to build the community program to support creators and uh, so the difficulties so yeah they wish to continue building the community program to support creators them saying that i don't know maybe i have some faith that there's going to be something but it just really sucks that they got blindsided 48 hours before the event again right. like if you're guaranteed like again made up numbers a hundred dollars for this and then you just got that like wiped underneath you i don't understand for being salty well, I'm pretty sure $100 isn't even close to the amount that they've lost. Right. But it's but it's also, it, being devil's advocate, I was talking about this the other week with the coworker, and it's just like how, was it last year, the, the pros getting early access to the ban list? Oh, yeah, we talked about that. It's, it was around a Korea time, yeah. Yeah, it's about the, it's, right around the even playing field of that or on the same field of that it's like hey these creators are getting early access to these cards yeah they're they're streaming it but they're getting first hand play with these cards they're getting the first hand of hey how these cards play together like yeah you could do that on spoiler season all you want there's a big they're, difference they're, between they're theory crafting and actually they're playing. They're actually the deck. crafting these decks and actually playing against bots or other people before anyone else's. So I think that's where Watsi's like, hey, we're going to stop doing this. So it's evening the playing field for everyone. Like, I, I understand the, the contact creators are upset that they don't get their early access. But it, as a contact creator, you can't be hurting for audience if you're already if you're if you're already on the level of getting early access from Watsi for magic your followers are already high enough that you don't have to worry about that you already have the sponsorship money from other places making up for the money you just lost from this two days of early access so i'm I'm happy that they took it away like i said it just evens the playing field for those who don't have that early access to actually playing with the cards so that's just my take as a devil's advocate. Yeah, my personal thoughts on this as well. It's like, it's fine that the early access of it is gone. It's, you know, it's... Contact traders get, what is it, two days? Or no, is it, it was the day before. Day before. So they get an yeah, extra they'd get 24 it Wednesdays hours. and it would get released Thursdays. Yes. So everybody knew on Monday that there's no, this last week, Monday, the uh, 12th, 13th. Yeah. That there wasn't going to be early access on the 15th. Yeah, I, I don't know. This... In the back of my mind as well, the thing that pops up some t- uh, with this is earlier this year, or last year, in 2020, we were talking about Watsi was trying to restrict uh, deck lists and deck information and stuff like that. Like, is this kind of like another, like, a, a slight upside for Watsi to, like, throttle, throttle down on the amount of deck stats that are getting out there a day before the set actually comes out for players? Like, yep. Watsi's already said that they're they want to like 
they want the formats to not be solved right away. Yeah. And, it, like it, how much is the day early giving into the format being quote unquote solved? So you're, you're looking at all the content creators. Most of them are pros, correct? They have very deep Ve- ma- magic knowledge because you got like the disorganized wizard clubs, one of my favorite magic yep. podcasts. They're not pros, but they're flipping smart as all hell. They're, yeah, they're a group that are pro level players of thinking. Okay. Well, these content creators basically create the meta. And that one day they can create the meta for the new set. Yeah, but it was going to get... The, the thing is, it's like it would get it would have gotten figured out that day. You're just well, like... It, it you're keeping been, it... But it's... With uh, having the professionals on that one day, I guess it kind of like... The, the cream rises to the top sooner than what it would be if you have the millions of people that... Yeah, it, it takes... Are in it, on that. It takes like, the, the creativity of different decks... Away, but it's how often do people? I guess I I don't have the numbers. I don't have the analytics and stuff. I guess, but I would imagine more people. I guess it's just going off of our group. We're very janky players. We're not very top tier. Know the meta. I've never seen JB pick up an Omnath or an Uro before, so I don't think we qualify for the. Uh, I still have my Uro in my binder. Would you like to trade it? No, I need it for. Commander. I'm not trading you any card ever again. Man. We're getting off topic here. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm happy it's gone. If you're a content creator, I'm sorry, but you're a content creator. You already have your followers. Just do what you've been doing for the last 15 years. You'll be fine. I feel like that's a good point to now jump over to the weekly winners. Yeah. Our finance section. Because the content creators were losers last week. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> don't hate me. Send us all the love. And this is how we start our beef with Safranov. No, JB started that, not me. Did it get started? It didn't go anywhere from there. We haven't done our little side episode that we were always talking about, like a little comedic thing there with... What are you talking about? Should we... Coriander. I have no idea. Was it coriander pickle pepper? Do you have plans for this weekend, JB? Hopefully fixing my bike. Well, if you're coming over here, I guess I know what we're doing. Well, no, oh. you got to come to me because I don't know if I can bump start that thing. Oh yeah, fair. Either way, Danny, we got to make a new, we got to make a new teaser for the episode. I won't be in this. I won't be home this weekend. Well, we'll I'm, figure something. I'm out picking there. Kelly up in War Road on Saturday. Are you staying up there? No, I'm going to my parents' house, so I'll be two hours away. You can jump on Discord still. Nope. I'm, you got to remember, I'm in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. You'll be fine. No. Yeah, just hold just hold your phone way up like this. Yell at it. Nope. You'll have better service than JB lifting your arm up. I don't even have to raise my arm up. I already have better service. <laughs> my phone can be in my pocket. It's better service than JB raising his hand. JB could be jumping and still better service in my pocket. So everyone listening on Twitch or YouTube or anywhere Send Matt all the best short jokes you could possibly have. No. We will read them live. Don't do it. And also include your uh, your uh, screen tag just so we can call you out too. The Wait. best no. the best short joke may get a card. Oh, Jesus Christ, you guys. The best short joke is just that, a short joke. Oh, I thought you were going to say the best short joke was me. <laughs> Dunking on yourself, JD. You're still shorter than short jokes. <laughs> JB is so so short that he can dunk on himself because it's not that hard of an effort. Don't need no springboard. Don't need no trampoline. 
Anyway. Yeah, so you going to read these weekly winners yet or what? The weekly winners Freaking is brought guy. to us by mtgstocks.com. They have an amazing article that comes out every Friday where they talk about three cards that move up in price and three cards that move down in price. Oh, we got we got our first one. Oh, great. Seal flippers. Why would J, why would why would JB make a bad accountant? He's always coming up short. <laughs> <laughs> He's not showing up for the next three weeks. <laughs> Mainly because you can't get in the car. I was going to say, it takes way longer to walk here from his apartment without his car. <laughs> He's too short to hail a cab. They don't see him. <laughs> he could try to ride his dog, but his dog is still small. <laughs> Barely riding anything fast or anything that will... That'll move fast. He has to be this high to ride the ride. The ride. <laughs> yeah, so, there's there's no booster seat in the world tall enough for him to be able to sit in anything that a normal person can sit in and still see over it. So, uh, do you got stilts when you drive, JV? <laughs> you guys done yet? He's still trying to catch up to us. <laughs> Little legs. Man, let me tell you. For the longest time, I'm a tall person. My walking stride is pretty large and stuff. So, like, whenever my son is walking behind me, it's like, hurry on, keep up. And then he has to run. Poor JB, when I'm walking, he would have to sprint just to keep up with me. So, I, I think we've we've hurt JB's feelings enough. We should move along. JB, we love you. Do you, though? It's the, only reason, you? the only reason we pick on you is because we love you. These are jokes of endearment. Are they, though? Oh, they are. Are they really? <laughs> they are. The plus side is you always have energy to be doing this. You know, your blood doesn't have far to travel. <laughs> it keeps you energized. When you get an adrenaline spike, you are just... You make a chihuahua look like a, like a, like a docile dog when you get energy, sir. And the chihuahua's bigger than you. So anyways, we got the weekly winners. Yeah, tell us about those weekly winners. <laughs> so he can tell us about the weekly cheap pickups. I was going to say something, but I shouldn't. I don't want to piss no, off anyone. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> you should just read the fucking card. Little prices for the little man? Yes. <laughs> His pockets aren't very big. Fucking jackass. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys for sticking with us for this uh, whole like joke rant here. <laughs> okay, so weekly winners. Um, first weekly winner we have Null Spine Dragon from Shadowmore showing up. It has jumped up two hundred and sixty four percent now, sitting at nineteen dollars ninety nine cents. It is red, red five for a seven five dragon. When it enters the battlefield, you may discard your hand and draw cards equal to the damage dealt to target opponent this turn. Hey, Danny, we found you a card for your deck, your commander deck to be drawing cards. Uh, so this card jumped up with uh, in school of uh, strict due to strict saving card. Dragon's approach uh, is believed to be the culprit. Uh, blue, blue, jeez, great, man. Oh, 
Red 2 <laughs> Sorcery. Wow, man. I'm learning. Red 2 Sorcery. Dragon's Approach deals three damage to each opponent. You may exile Dragon's Approach and four other cards named Dragon's Approach from your graveyard. If you do, search your library for a Dragon card, put it on the battlefield, then shuffle. A deck can have any number of cards named Dragon Approach. So this is like the Relentless Rats, the Partisan Partitioners, and all that stuff, but for dragons. So if you find Null Spire Dragon, you can discard your hand, which may contain a few more Dragon's Approaches. And now Null Spine Dragon will do a bunch of damage, and you'll be able to draw cards. Uh, Shadowmore is already a set with relatively low supply, and the only reprint of this was in Mystery Boosters, which weren't really certain how many how much of it was actually added to the supply, but consistent seems that it isn't significant. And dragons are always popular. Next, we have a card called Spell Weaver Helix. This card is from Mirrodin. It is a three-mana artifact with imprint, so when it enters the battlefield, you may exile two target sorcery cards from a single graveyard. Whenever a player casts a card, if it has the same name as the cards exiled with Spellweaver Helix, you may copy the other. If you do, you may cast the copy without paying its mana cost. That part is important, casting the copy. So the article reads here, I certainly did not expect to see this card on the interests, but when we closer inspect it, it makes more sense. When it comes into play, remove two sources from a single graveyard, so it can also be your opponents from the game. Whenever a card is played with the same name as of one of the cards you exiled, you may copy it and play it without paying its mana cost. So, Magecraft is the big thing for this. Uh, it doesn't seem too exciting now, does it? There are other reasons. In Commander, we see that this card gets played alongside Thrumming Stone, which is a 5-mana legendary artifact. Spells you control have Ripple 4, which Ripple 4 is... Whenever you cast a spell, you may reveal the top four cards of your library. You may cast any revealed cards with the same name as the spell without paying their mana cost. Put the rest at the bottom of your library. So remember when I said that casting the copy, it's an important word? So there you go. And then you tie that together with Dragon's Approach. Ta-da. Next we, oh, uh, that jumped up 251%, now sitting at $5.02. Next up in the weekly winners, we have from Urza's Saga, Thran Quarry. A land card that reads, At the beginning of your end step, if you control no creatures, sacrifice Thran Quarry. It taps to add one mana of any color. Thran Quarry is from Urza Saga. So it already showed up in commander decks with like Animar, Soul of Elements, Edric, Spymaster of Trust, and Sliver Overlord. All three of these depict commanders that are used in creature-heavy decks and where Thran Quarry is potent mana fixer especially the last commander of the three struck me as important since we noticed the past few weeks that slivers have regained regained some traction because of the reprinting of several slivers in time spiral so yeah this jumped up 122 percent now sitting at 18 dollars and 83 cents it's only had this printing a printing in the world championship decks and a jss mss promo and that promo is $72. So this is the cheapest version of Thran Quarry, Quarry if you wanted it. Now, JB, give us them sweet, sweet, cheap pickups. All right. So first up, we have Omnath, Locus of Creation, out of Zendikar Rising. Sitting at $6. Looks like it's still uh, downtrending. 
modern players, take note. And next up, we have another Zendikar Rising card in Ashaya, Soul of the Wild. It is sitting at $7, and it looks like that one's still trending down, too. Danny players, take note. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then last but not least, we have the Time Spiral Remastered printing of Pact and Negation, sitting at $17.71, and trending down. And that is the cheapest version. All the other ones are $34, $30, $34. The Masterpiece is $179. The original Future Site is $38. So you want a Pact of Negation, pick up the Time Spiral one soon. It's a good chance that it's going to bounce back up. And if you want to know if that card bounces back up, you can go check out the amazing website, tcgsniper.com. They're in a site where you enter in links from TCG player of a card that you want to be notified on if it moves up or down in price, and then you will get notified of that. So let's say for a pact of negation, you want to know when that card starts moving up from the future site or temp, future site, the time spiral remastered printing of it. You enter that in, set the notifications to get alerted when it moves up in price to, let's say, $20, $30. And then you'll get notified when it moves up, and then you can jump in and start selling those cards at that price and make a profit. Or if you want to buy cards at a lower price, like if you expect Pact of Negation to move down even lower, set it for 14 for $10, and you'll get notified. And if you go over there and say, mention to them that the guys over at This Week in MTG sent you, you will get three months free of their Plus program. I think it's 100% worth it. Go check them out. Worst you're going to do is at the end of that three months be like, I don't want the Plus program anymore. But JB, you have a deck of the week for us, don't you? Sure. Is that a no? No. You're the one that picked this one, weren't you? Yeah. You're the one that always leads off. I did lead off. I passed it to you. No. No, you did not, sir. What 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 do you expect me to do? Read the deck. All right. So we have here then a modern deck that JB don't want to talk about, even though it's like right up his alley of janky awesomeness. So it is. When was the last time we did a tier grid deck? It can't have been that long ago. I feel like we did a tier grid deck. We did, but it was legacy. It was legacy. Oh, that's right. It was legacy tier grid. Okay. This is a modern tier grid deck. So this is going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Uh, modern legal, it has tier grid God of Fright, which is black, black, three for a four, five uh, God with menace. Whenever an opponent sacrifices a non-token permanent or discards a permanent card, you may put that card from a graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. And then the back end of it is tier grid's lantern that reads uh, black three art- legendary artifact tap target p- uh, player loses three life unless they sacrifice a non-land permanent or discard a card. And then you can pay three and a black untap Turgrid's Lantern. This is going to be a key thing, key part of all the decks, uh, of this deck here. Uh, You want this out so that way when your sacrificing effects come in, like a Singleton Torment of of Hailfire, Black Black X Sorcery, repeat the following process X times. Each opponent loses three life, unless that player sacrifices a non-land permanent or discards a card. And then there's also four Death Cloud, black, 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 X. Each player loses X life, discards X cards, sacrifices X creatures, then sacrifices X lands. 
Then there is also Curse of the Cabal as another sacrifice effect here. For nine and a black sorcery, target player sacrifices half the permanence he or she controls rounded up, but it has suspend two for two black black. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, if Curse of Cabal is suspended, that player may sacrifice a permanent. If he or she does, you may put two time counters on Terse. You put two time counters on Curse of the Cabal. So it's just automatically making your opponent have to sack when you suspend this thing. If you have a Turgret out, it's like they're sacking it and you get the thing, or they are letting the time counter get removed. So that way they sack half their permanents, and you're still going to get all those things. So. Uh, the other sack effects we have here are for Liliana's Triumph, which is black one instant. Each opponent sacrifices a creature. If you control a Liliana Planeswalker, each opponent also discards a card. Also benefits very well having uh, when you have a Terror Grid out. Now, yes, you will have a Liliana in the deck. You got Liliana of the Veil. Black, black, one, three loyalty. Legendary Planeswalker, plus one. Each opponent discards a card. Neg two. Target player sacks a creature. Neg six. Separates all permanent target player controls into two piles. That player sacrifices all permanents of the pile of their choice. Those are pretty potent. But it also has... So, like, this is a mana extensive. Torment of Hailfire, Death Cloud are all X abilities. If you want to hard cast a Curse of the Cabal, it's going to cost a lot, but you're going to spend it, like, nine times out of ten. Getting Tier Grid is five mana, so you're going to want to be getting a way to get this mana out early so you can cast these things sooner and this has utopia sprawl and arbor elf synergies here so this is black green so there's four overgrown tomb six forests because you're going to want to cast an arbor elf it seems like you're going to want to be mulligan down until you got that arbor elf utopia sprawl in hand so that way that can get you there because like this deck just functions better in the late game so you're going to need to ramp out. It also has four Mindstone, which is a two-mana artifact. Tap at one colorless to your mana pool. Play this ability as a mana source. Well, that is the old reading of the text there from Weatherlight. And then you pay one tap, sack it, draw a card. So yeah, the primary thing of this deck, like I said, you're going to mulligan down to get Utopia Sprawl, Utopia Sprawl Arbor Elf, so that way you can be ramping out to get a Turgrid out. There's not much for longevity. You got two Fatal Push... And Liliana's Triumph, like those are your cheap removal spells to hopefully allow you to get more into the late game. If you don't got those, I see that that's going to be a downside. There's a single damnation in here, black, black, two sorcery, destroy all creatures. They can't be regenerated. They got a dark petition in here, three black, black sorcery. Search your library for a card, put that into your hand, then shuffle your library. Has spell mastery. If there are two or more instants or sorceries in your graveyard, add black, black, black to your mana pool. So singleton, one of that. I'm assuming they're going to be pulling out a Curse of the Cabal, a Damnation, or a Torment of Hailfire nine times out of ten when they were tutoring with that. Another way to be ramping up is uh, Garuk Wildspeaker. She mentioned that here real quick. So it has eight Planeswalkers in this deck. Four Garuk Wildspeaker. Green, green, two. Three, loyalty. Garuk Planeswalker. Plus one. Untap two target lands. That's pretty much what this thing looks like it's going to be used for, is untapping your lands. So that way you can get into the bigger X spells of Death Cloud. So you can just like benefit of having Turgrid. So if you make your opponents be sacrificing Heliod's, and you're going to be making your opponents be sacking Death Shadows or going to be making them sacrifice Boggles. <laughs> you're going to be getting those. Boggles don't do well against Sacrifice, do they, JB? 
He's batting his eyes at me. <laughs> there is no sideboard in this. This deck is brought to us by user. Am I missing the, where's the user? Ah, there it is. User Hibiki. Hibiki. Yeah, I don't know about this deck. The sheer fact that you gotta have a Utopia Sprawl Arbor Elf in your opening hand is pretty restrictive, I would think. It's got potential. It does have potential. Don't get me wrong. A lot of things with Turgrid, and then you show me that you're going to have Torment of Hailfire or Death Cloud. I think, I think if I were to do this deck, I, I mean, I think I imagine I, why I, I understand. I why. like the Curse of the Cabal. That's what that's that's what hooked me. Right. I like it. I would maybe. That's the thing. It's like I would go up on that. I'd go down. I, could, uh, I was what I was about to say is I understand why they probably have four Death Cloud over four Torment of Hailfire because Torment of Hailfire is a thirty dollar card. Thank you, Commander players. And Death Cloud is not a thirty dollar card. It is a sixteen dollar card. So makes sense why they'd want to be having a playset of Death Cloud over a playset of Torment of Hailfire. But that's where my would be or where my decision would be is because Torment of Hailfire more mana efficient. You don't have that third black mana to have to worry about having. And uh, yeah, there's I'm trying to think like what other effects that you could do to try like get a tear grid out and the only thing i'm thinking of is like ways to put it into the graveyard and then reanimate it maybe because yeah this thing doesn't have a lot of interaction early game late in the game this thing is going to be doing well against decks that commit to the board you uh, like i was saying uh heliod combo token style decks uh i mean this is sacrificing non-land permanent so it also hits enchantments and artifacts, so Urza decks can get hit. You're going to be taking other players' artifacts. I, I, I do agree with you, JB. This deck does have potential. What What are your thoughts? What are your things that you see in your analytic competitive brain here that could be done? Like, Mindstone is probably top-tier ramp spell in a non-green deck because it can, pay, it, it, it can replace itself later in the game for one mana. Right. It doesn't seem too bad. And it's not like you can have a crap ton of artifacts and have like a weird affinity style deck. Right. But the thing is, is like if you lose Arbor Elf, which can get lava darted, which can get bolted and all the other damage spells, I mean, path, push, uh, blood chief, ascent or thirst, those cards just demolish this thing. And, it feels like the Arbor Elf Utopia Sprawl is a big part of this deck to like make it function properly. If you take that out, it's going to be really hard for your opponent to cast because this has 22 lands in it. I guess I should mention that here. 22 lands for a super mana intensive deck. I think maybe what I would do is go down on or try and go up some lands here. Right. I think I'd cut out those Garooks, honestly. All four? Yeah. Yeah, they do they do pair nicely. But I don't know, maybe one. The fact that it's double green. But I mean, you got six forests and four overgrown tombs. It's like the person's doing it right. They want to be casting Arbor Elf and Utopia Sprawl early on. So you're going to be wanting to have more forests than swamps. Yeah, going, uh, taking, I guess maybe taking two Garooks down, going up to 24 lands, and then having two other Garooks be like another 
kind of rampy thing. I don't know what you do in like black ramp, like artifacts. What's I'm drawing a blank on some effective artifacts that could have potential late game benefit as well. I mean, you have access to green. Why not just cut the Garooks and, and go with some sort of ramp spells like cultivate or something, just something to throw extra lands out. I feel three mana in modern is not effective as much. Maybe you'd want to go for like a far seeker or ramping. Well, yeah, I mean, that's just the one that comes to mind right now is cultivate. Right. I bet, you know, any, any of those ramp spells, like I, f- I feel like you'd be better off with that than Garouk. Like, honestly, just the, the Garouk is just not doing it for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that. You'd want more of that ramp ability. And Garouk being four mana is just too late of ramp. I mean, it's, don't get me wrong. It's plus two is good. Right. But Commander is where it's good at, necessarily. Or maybe like a primetime deck because you're going to be untapping du- uh, the, the Karoo lands. Right. It's just, I don't know, it just doesn't do it for me in this deck. Like, I was looking at it and I'm like, why is that even in here? Well, I mean, I see why it's in here. It's just to, like, get two more mana out of your lands for those big Death Cloud or that big Torment of Hailfire. Or it leaves mana open so that way you can, like, cast a Liliana's Triumph. Yeah, uh, I guess that's our thoughts on this deck. Links down in the description below. Let us know what you think you would do to this deck. Are we completely wrong with right. cutting out the Garooks and trying to go and for, like, a Rampant Growth or a Farseek kind of thing? Don't don't mind the price tag on this because this person put in, like, Expedition Foils and, like, foil special shit on cards so that's why it's so expensive yeah uh it's twenty five hundred dollars they got yeah so if you change it to their cheaper version i'm pretty sure you're gonna be cutting off a good chunk of them because the mm-hmm. uh borderless liliana the veil from ultimate ultimate masters are 250 bucks a piece yeah so you change them to the normal ones that's gonna be about what are they 50 so 200 dollars. so you're cutting off a good Good chunk of the price around there. Right. Same with the foil expedition lands and stuff like that. I mean, like, it all depends on your 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 printing. Right. But that is Deck of the Week. That is an episode. I don't think we got anything else to say here. So. Nope. Thank you to all you legendary magic folk for making it to the end of episode number 84 of This Week in MTG. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and any other place where better podcasts are found. You can watch us live on YouTube and Twitch, where we record every Monday nights around 7 to 7.30 p.m., and it goes on for about two hours if you're interested. So you can subscribe and follow on those platforms to get notified when we go live or one of our new episodes drop. You can also follow us on our social medias. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. The best way to find us is go to Linktree, actually. We have a Linktree, which has all of our nice links organized for you. It's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash This Week in MTG. It'll pull up where you can find us all, and it has our Moxfield account. Please send us feedback in any of our social media spots. We appreciate feedback of any kind. We are definitely striving to be your guys's news source for all things magic the gathering if you would also like to support us hit us up on patreon but also check out jw sports cards and gaming for all your magic purchases they are gracious enough to sponsor our dumbasses so jw thank you so much for that now you guys got anything else to add here nope nope i'm good and with that we'll catch you all next time see ya bye
Vagisil. Shut up. <laughs> the number one product. 